Hey guys, and welcome to this week's Giving Hope podcast, where real people share real stories with real hope. On this episode, I had the pleasure of getting to know Liz Tabish, the actress who portrayed the powerful role of Mary Magdalene in the new hit TV series, The Chosen. This is Hope with Liz Tabish. Welcome to Giving Hope podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. So, um... Normally, we just kind of get to know everybody. So just tell us a little bit about yourself, because, I mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen you in anything. And I'm really good at placing faces. And even though you look very familiar to me, especially when you smile. (laughs) Probably from a commercial or two. Um, Okay, cool. Yeah, I've been, uh, I live in Austin, Texas. Um, Uh So work here is a, a little different, I think, from L.A., and New York, right. um, we have a lot of commercial work and industrials and sort of um, hosting content. And so the last, um, uh, wow, eight years, I'm trying to count. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Last eight years, I've been, I've been uh, working professionally as an actor, but, and it's mostly been commercial work, but I got my master's in theater and my undergrad was in film um, studies at Oklahoma Mm -hmm. State University and I did a lot of theater um, acting and OSU wow yeah (laughs) Um, so I I you know grew up in theater and and loved it and um, had so many fantastic professors that taught me all sorts of different techniques and methods and everything but I never really expected to go into acting Um, quite quite sure that I would be able to to make a living doing it it was sort of this practical thing that I thought maybe not you know but um, I had a professor that uh encouraged me to um the last Mm -hmm. year when I was graduating um he was like you should go to LA and I'm like I'm broke and I don't (laughs) drive on highways and I was just like a small town you know Oklahoma girl I was just nervous about making the jump into into the professional industry right Um, so I took a little baby step to Austin and um, I was a little more familiar with Austin. My aunt lived mm-hmm. here and uh, cool. so I got an agent pretty quickly and then started auditioning and didn't realize that it was a little unusual to, to start booking so quickly. And I thought it was like beginner's luck or something, but yeah. I kept uh-huh. doing it. And so, so <laughs> about four or five years, I, I was booking regularly enough to like not look for other work which was really exciting and fun but it was mm-hmm. commercial stuff which right. you know my background was intense emotional roles on stage you know in theater so I was I was missing that for some time so I um I started writing and directing my own stuff um even though I wasn't acting in most of it I I want there were stories that I was wanting to tell and I was um, right. frustrated with the sort of roles that were being offered um, when I would get like a TV audition or a film audition I thought there's mm-hmm. more to, to being a woman than you know looking nice or being someone's girlfriend or wife you know, yes like yeah the stereotypical stuff mm-hmm. yeah so um, so I started a production company with a couple of my friends called Minded Productions and we started um, pr- producing short films that were had a little bit more um, maybe more complicated characters um, oh, wow. with more I think emotional depth than than what I was seeing and um, so 
that was fulfilling it in that sort of way in in this you know in wanting to tell stories about the complexities of being a woman uh, yes meanwhile i'm doing you know mostly commercial stuff and then uh one one too many rejections got me <laughs> got me down um I, friends, yeah. I had to move in with my mom i was just like i got oh. something else i need to get practical um and that is when i I'm not sure if you, you've heard of this or not, but uh, I asked my agent to stop submitting me. I was going to switch directions, figure out something else. And he yeah. had submitted me for Mary Magdalene without, like, just, I think he must have known that I would have definitely wanted, would have wanted to audition for that. So he submitted me, I auditioned. It was the first role that I've, that I've really, like, connected to in, in a deep way. Um, yeah. Long time. So it, it, once I booked that and started performing it and, you know, um, filming everything, it's, it's just been this complete sort of shift and in hope. And like, you know, I'm so grateful that they wrote such an incredible character for a woman. Um, right. And I was so grateful that I, I was the one that got to play it, you know, it's been, yes, it really has. That's been just like this. I remember hearing about the chosen weeks and weeks, weeks ago, yeah. And a lot of my friends were like, and of course, uh, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's another Christian movie, you know, um, that hopefully <laughs> that they don't, yeah, they do, they get a bad rap. So yeah. I was just like, oh, oh, okay. But then everybody was just raving and raving and raving about it. And I thought this ha- this is too good to be true, you know? <laughs> Uh, and uh, so I posted, I made a comment. I said, okay, who's seen The Chosen and what did you think about it? And within five minutes, I had like 40 comments. Oh, wow. You have to see it. You have to see it. You mean you haven't seen it yet? And oh. I was like, okay, okay, don't bend my arm. So <laughs> I just, I started watching it and almost immediately I, I was hooked. Just, mm-hmm. just hooked. That's, I think uh- it. That's how I felt when I first read the script. I was like, this is different. This is not, you know, I was so hoping. I was like, please don't be cheesy. Please, like when I got (laughs) for the audition, I'm like, please just like, please get get it right, you know, Um, to to show like more humanity and like the uh, realism to these characters Mm -hmm. that we read about. and so, yeah, when I first got the script, I, yeah, I mean, I just started bawling. I'm like, it, it hit hard yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah. hard. And, um, and I think it's, it's interesting and it's really fun to see other people responding in that same way now that it's out, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. it's not a, a fluke, you know, there's, there's really no to this that people are responding to. I think yes. it's that, that maybe people have been wanting for a long time and, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, because uh, I think it's that that lingering question um, um, that the director he was um, interviewing uh, Jonathan, mm-hmm. and he said that um, what was it that he said that um, the the humanity that people are always being portrayed per- portraying Jesus with his the deity of Jesus, Jesus, but not necessarily the humanity of right. him. Right. And he and he did walk as a man and. And, and not only that, but I think a lot of the disciples also are not necessarily given their depth as they should uh, no. in most 
in most movies. So yeah, I've you know growing up and watching Jesus of Nazareth, and um, I, I mean, I guess Jesus Christ Superstar is is <laughs> not as stoic, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, but but you know traditionally seeing these characters and um in you know being portrayed in media they're so stoic they're just so like right uh, and even the emo- the emotions are there they're they're intense emotions but it's still sort of kind of this proper british <laughs> thing yeah on. yeah like um, the queen's stage yeah basically yeah it's <laughs> um, kind of a, yeah a theatrical thing but i i really like the way they wrote everyone and and to show everyone like all the different quirks of the different characters and i mean you think about it like it's like a number of the disciples are fishermen they would be rowdy you know what i yes, mean like, they, would. Yes. they would be like argumentative or like hot-headed and like matthew was a tax collector like he would be like analyzing everything all the time like they really fleshed out these characters and made them real in a way that mm-hmm. like i i can't believe no one else has you know what I mean like it's right yeah but like for some reason because maybe the language of the bible is so um so uh uh, sort of uh I keep wanting to say uplifted (laughs) um yeah yes I get what you're saying it's just yes um that we you know as we're reading it we don't we don't see them as just human you know right just regular people emotional Mm -hmm. and yeah so i think it's definitely bringing uh, a humanity to the the whole scene yes even those clips back and forth to the old testament with moses and Mm -hmm. the scene with joshua whenever they're digging the well it's just like they were real people yes just just regular you know we're gonna dig a well and just i i those moments where it's just like, okay, it could have been my uncle who got called. It wasn't right. just these people who floated on water, you know, floated everywhere and had a, <laughs> an aura around them all the time. Halos everywhere. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, it was just yeah. regular, regular, you know, people. Yeah. Um, I, it's just, you know, divine. And like, that's, right. that's been the fun stuff on set too, of like dealing with <laughs> miracles and watching them as if they're really happening. And I yeah. think you, you have to, like, playing it, you have to think, like, wh- how would I really respond if I saw, right. you know, a paralytic man, like, suddenly walk? Like, that's, it's, it, it ends up being overwhelming, even though we, we all know we're just acting. Like, it, there's something mm-hmm. special to it, you know, to be able to yeah. recreate that feeling of the awe of seeing a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was your favorite scene to film? Oh, um, there were so many that I really enjoyed. Um, I think my favorite scene to, to film is um, the Shabbat scene in episode two. Oh, yes. When you opened up the paper that you, you know, you're just sitting there and it's like, oh, no, I have a, you know, and the part where you're like, I set the table for uh, ex- you know a lot uh-huh, for Elijah. <laughs> the yeah. extra, for Elijah. Yeah, there's I was these like, oh. little moments in the whole thing, and um, I I had filmed a, a couple of days like the the month before, so I wasn't completely new on set. So I was kind of getting a little mm-hmm. more comfortable in okay. in character, and I had done enough of the Lilith stuff. So now I was it was like one of yeah. I got to play Mary, and so it was mm-hmm. kind of like a whole new character. 
Um, right. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You did that well. <laughs> the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, and there was just something really calm and sweet about everyone in the room while we were filming. There was some. There was like a, a sort of reverence that we all felt mm-hmm. for that scene, especially mm-hmm. like Jesus coming in, and then um, I think it's so sweet that they have him request that she that Mary read the blessing. Yes. Oh, this yes. Humility and humbleness and just this sweetness, and he the wink that he has to um, mm-hmm. Barnaby is so fun. Like there's just, it, it it's, yeah. it reveals so much about like who we know him as mm-hmm. one knew who he was, you know, like these really yes. moments that are um, like uh, telling of, of who he, he will become, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then of course, just reading that blessing of course, memorizing it was not so fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, can I read oh my this goodness. one day of their living? You need to memorize it. So um, I, yeah, it was, but it, but saying those words and, and everyone kind of feeling them um, during, during the filming of it was just really special. I, I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, that was so precious when you kept, everybody kept showing up to your door. <laughs> and then the last one, Jesus, you opened the, your facial expression that you, you made it perfect. Because I remember my expression, I was like, oh, he, like, yeah. he, he, you open up the door. I was like, oh, it's him. I was hoping that he was going to show up for your dinner. Uh-huh. And he did. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And your expression, you know, like, this is the man. This is him. This is this is who I, you know. And I love that they have him going to a, a humble house of a bunch of misfits, you know, mm-hmm. and, like social outcasts and like nowhere else to go. But like, you know, that that's another thing that that I, I really loved. I mean, every every scene I read when I first auditioned for it, I thought this is this is showing the. This is showing us Christ in, in a way that like I don't remember in any other project. Mm hmm. No, and it's, it's, it's like powerful. A sweet reminder of like this is how he's showing us how to live in these scenes, you know. Exactly. Dave, and um, mm-hmm. and then of course, as as the episodes go on, it, more and more miracles happen, and it you know you start seeing the the political side of everything sort of um, affect, and the Pharisees and the Romans like it starts kind of you can see how it's getting out of hand, you know, and like yeah leading and so I, I think this first season is nice and showing like just the beginnings of of how that starts yeah happens. yeah so what was your process on how to um portray possession yeah I that was intense it it what when I when I read that scene I was it's like just the scariest thing the idea of it yes and um, I was nervous about doing it because I'm mm-hmm. like, I get spooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I don't want to invite like, anything. <laughs> on like Halloween and I'm like, I'm going to have to go back to a hotel room by myself. And like, I'm going to have nightmares. Like I was just you know, <laughs> yes. expecting to be scared. I don't know. Um, yeah. And even like just in the action of that scene, I really didn't know what I was going to do because I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to prepare, honestly. I was like, oh, yeah. I, 
I tried practicing at home, but I was like, the neighbors are going to think that I'm really like, (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh, yes. I can't. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I, I don't know what to do. Um, but so I kept thinking about, um, the fact that she, you know, she had a stab wound, um, Mm -hmm. and she has obviously trauma over Roman guards and that opens for her of Roman guards breaking her door down yes with a battering ram yes so there's something um i think like a triggering of a trauma Mm -hmm. that would kind of i think start off start the scene off as um i kind of had to envision myself as like a wounded animal of Mm. of people coming into like uh, you know threatening people coming into my house and Mm -hmm. like you know I'm in physical pain and then also spiritual pain. And then I just kept thinking like, I just need to scare them away. (laughs) Right. Right. I I had to like make it make a little bit of sense of like why I'm doing this. Um, If I thought too much about something else working through me, I think I would have gotten spooked out. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so however they edited it and they like added voices and, you know, they, 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 edited it so that like you know there's there is something supernatural going on but for me I had Mm -hmm. to make it like purely a physical thing and like doing the same movements every take and growling the same times (laughs) in between lines for Nicodemus like I had to make it a little more technical just to get Mm -hmm. and of course I felt really protected on set and like safe and you know having to scream at the top of my lungs like after that after you just kind of let it all go and just like know that like you can't control the way you look or sound like you I I have to look crazy (laughs) yes right Uh, it was actually really freeing um to just like have this uh I guess opportunity just to 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 scream and growl and what you know just to like uh it's a type of performance I've never had to do before right and so it was a challenge but then also like this is something new this is something that actually like kind of scares me and I think it's good for actors to like try things that scare them a little bit right um and so feeling you know spiritually protected by the cast and crew and like just being on set I felt like it was a very safe place for me to to go uh you know, to, to a place I hadn't gone to before. Right. Yeah. So that's, that was the method for that. (laughs) I guess that's a lot, but. But were you in those acting scenes with um, Eric Avari? Was it, I mean, how was it to play off of him? Because, you know, I've, I've watched him in so many different movies and everything to be in that scene. Cause he looked scared. I couldn't see him while we were filming because I'm like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really, I heard his voice and I, at the end of that scene, I, I come up and I look at him. Um, but I couldn't, you know, it, it was more of a, an issue of like not overlapping on his lines. Right. Um, I know when we were rehearsing for the scene, I didn't know what to do. And I was, I, I told him, I'm like, I'm at, 
and not doing a hundred percent for this show. Like whatever rehearsing we're doing, I'm not giving you anything. I'm so sorry. Um, but when we were actually filming it, um, yeah, it was just it, it ended up being a little more uh, technical, honestly, of just like trying mm-hmm. trying not to mess up any takes, I guess, for him when when the camera right. was on him, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like after a few takes, I I think I asked Dallas. I'm like, "Is this working? Is this okay?" He's like, "Yes." He looks terrified. So whatever you're doing is working. Literally, yes. <laughs> like, okay. Keep going. Roll with that one. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, and then just the end of that of like really trying to scare him. Um, there, there was a, you know, trying to look sinister like doesn't always mm-hmm. read as sinister. Right. Um, but there is like a there's a sort of mischievous or I guess devious grin that I've seen other people do that is actually worse. yeah yes um, that's scarier than yeah, me, it's than like, the growl yeah like a sick confidence that I'm like, right you know and I've seen in movies too I'm like that's actually what is scary is this um this sort of smiling threat mm-hmm. uh, so that that came out at the end um and I think I think that was uh, that worked. <laughs> yes. After watching it, I'm like, okay, that's that that is spooky, but <laughs> it was know, really it's trying trying all these these things that you've seen in movies, but not wanting it to be not wanting it to be super scary, you know? Right. Not trying to horrify anyone. The point of the scene is to sort of build up and set up for the last scene in that episode. Yes. So there's a drastic, um, like a literal 180. Yep. So <laughs> you can't have this, you know, oh, mildly scary, mildly. And then because no. it just looks like bipolarism. It has to be just complete 180 change where yep. you get the reaction that Nicodemus has where he's almost in tears seeing you yeah. whole, you know, and so lovely Born. or yes. Exactly. Because that scene when he asks, oh my goodness, the line that you had in whenever you said, I know where I was and in the, in the where I am and in the in-between was him. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That, I was like, I wrote that down immediately and I rewound oh, it to make sure I got word for word. I was like, that is the most quotable Christian phrase. And uh, definitely like people have been sharing that quite a bit I think I think I think a lot of Christians like know that feeling yes and now I'm completely different and the thing that happened in between was him like I I think oh my gosh resonates because because that is the way it works like that is so many people's experience Mm -hmm. Um, it is yeah it was a a perfect line a perfectly written line um the filming that scene was very cold that day <laughs> really it always oh, wow. happens that way all the like important scenes are always like freezing or way too hot so uh, you're not chattering your teeth aren't chattering <laughs> trying, so <laughs> trying to deliver something so important um but I kept getting stuck at one point uh I think I was I added a word to a a, a sentence it was um he said I he he said that I am redeemed that I am his Mm-hmm. Or he said that I, he said that I am his, that I am redeemed. But the line was, he said that I am his period, 
I am redeemed, period. Oh. Which brings it into a present state. So I was doing it the other way. Mm-hmm. How it was written. It was just how I memorized it. And <laughs> I couldn't quite get there. And then Dallas came up. He was like, lose that one word. <laughs> and it'll make it present. And like this, that next take that we did, it just, it transformed everything. Like it opened it up, up my heart, honestly. And like yeah. the rest of the scene, Nick, uh, Eric and I were able to, um, connect in a way that like I wasn't there yet until that yeah. line changed and there's something about making these lines present you know and here yes. now, happening now that that makes them that much more powerful yes it does yes because it was I mean the development everybody pretty much knows who Mary Magdalene is but to give her such a depth of um, restoration and mm-hmm. just going from a tumultuous life from a child watching her father yeah, and just being orphaned basically. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all this is presumptuous, but it's still when you have that kind of narrative to see the development of somebody, you understand why she's mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, you think, yeah. well, that's why we have her there because there's so much more to this. St- yes, she yeah. has such a significant role. And throughout the Bible, I mean, there's many women that have been mentioned, strong women throughout. And there's like, well, there's a reason why God mentions them throughout the Bible because there's more to their story than we'll actually know. But the end result, yeah. the end result of who they are is so that we as especially his God's daughters, us, the women mm-hmm. can know that no matter where you are, no matter what you've done, you're loved and you're, you're redeemed. Mm-hmm. He knows, he knows us. Mm-hmm. He knows us by name. And so that scene, whenever <laughs> I love it, when Nicodemus was like, you know, look at you, just look at you. And you're like, you know, well, it was nothing that you did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Yeah. You ran off scared. Remember you yeah. just left me on the floor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you took your incense and left. <laughs> so, someone else did this entirely. And his yeah. facial response was like, what? 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, per- that was perfect. That was just so great. I loved it so much. So what was your, again, the process of not necessarily your, you know, process of acting. I mean, you can say that, tell us about it, but the scene, whenever um, you encounter Jesus inside the bar and even the bar scene to get that, that moment when you're sitting there and the eunuch is saying, you don't need this anymore. And you're like, give it to me, (laughs) you know, like I've had. I mean, what was, what was that like emotionally and even just the recovery of that scene for you as an actor to let that, was it hard to leave that burden behind? Oh, um, well, those scenes in the bar were familiar to me. (laughs) They, they were and I think that's when like when I read the script I thought oh I, I get this part <laughs> yeah, right. uh, of uh, trying to numb out mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, trying to uh, escape um, 
I I, I want to say that I am both lucky and unlucky in that I'm, and I think a lot of people are hyper hypersensitive. Like just I, I get my heart broken pretty easily. Yeah. Um, so just living in the world and <laughs> can, right. can do it to its own damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and after some time, if you're if you don't if you don't know what to cling to um you'll cling to all the wrong things exactly and those things will lead you to other things that you don't need to cling to that will lead you to you know like mm-hmm. it's this cycle of um thinking that you're helping yourself or whatever self-medicating when you're going to be making things worse right um you know the answer is always truth love god but when that seems too difficult or that seems maybe too simple, even I don't, I, you know, it's like, yeah. no, there has to be some other path. There has to be some other way, you know? So, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of pain I think is, is the response or, you know, it's met with us trying to solve our own problems <laughs> and mm-hmm. us trying, do it alone or us trying to you know um fix ourselves by like hurting ourselves more in some capacity yeah um so i i connected with that of like this type of um hopelessness you know Mm -hmm. you look around in the world sometimes it's very easy to to get hopeless um And she, you know, gets to this point of being so, so tormented um, that she, she can't even read a prayer. She can't even read a verse from the Bible. Like she's that, that tormented. I think the hope and the pain of being left alone and, and feeling so alone in the world, I think, you know, drives her to this point of suicide. Yeah. of, Of giving up everything um which is exactly when you know this dove appears <laughs> yes <laughs> oh that's so powerful mm-hmm. leads her back to the bar which also seems like a disappointment so it's like are you kidding me i'm not back <laughs> right <here."> yeah <laughs> uh, what what cruel joke is this you know mm-hmm. um but the the thing is that she doesn't give up she didn't jump she's she's staying in there mm-hmm. um and you know, she comes back to this, this place that she asks for more, essentially it's poison, asks for more poison. Um, and that's, you know, when Jesus shows up. And now a word from our sponsors. Let's get back to our program. Yeah. And that scene was, um, there's always all, all these scenes where I'm like, nothing's like, are, am I doing enough? Is, is this enough? <laughs> you know, as the actor yeah. mind in me. And then yeah. I see it on screen. I'm like, oh, there's, uh, we don't have to do anything. Like the, the, the mm-hmm. action of the script is, is enough. And uh, mm-hmm. that was one of those scenes where Jesus just places his hand on mine and, you know, says that's not for you, yeah. it, which means a number of things. Um, mm-hmm. And um, 
and it's just this moment of just like sort of this stunned who are you what is happening at this immediate sort of peace um and then the mind gets to work of like oh you're a stranger and then you know she flings her hand away and um starts getting tormented again um, yeah and tries to run again and tries to drink again and like you know yeah. she keeps sort of running away um the thing that that calls her back you know is that verse that she's been trying to say and remember um which is just one of those things that like there's nothing maybe nothing else could have reached her it had to be that it had to be Jesus saying that Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know that last scene is filming it again very cold outside so oh my gosh that's awesome (laughs) Uh, but watching it now and uh, the way they edited the music everything it it still makes me cry it still gives me chills yes lots and lots of ugly crying watching (laughs) (laughs) every time I watch it I'm like okay I'm not gonna cry I'm just gonna watch it I'm not and it just something about it just um I think every I think a lot of people and I myself not as an actress playing Mary still see myself in that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's something yeah. that we can see ourselves in and it's this sort of non-judgmental, mm-hmm. loving, um, forgiving, peaceful embrace that like everybody so desperately needs. Yes. Yes. You know, by something divine. Mm-hmm. And um and so, yeah, that fil- filming all of those, of course, it was, you know, out of order. So like we filmed, uh, I think we filmed that first and then we filmed the bar scenes like a few weeks later. Oh, so wow. it, it, it was, you know, that's always a challenge of like, OK, where was I mentally, emotionally then? How do I match that leading up to it? And so there's some technical things as an actor that you have to like kind of get some ducks in a row to repeat and like return to that emotional space yes Uh, but i'm sure that's that's a lot emotional acrobats it 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 can be and it can be really hard if um if you don't have an incredible script and incredible actors and an incredible crew and director but like i had all of those things yes (laughs) so it was like that everyone just made made it so easy and it was such the safe space to get into sort of these more emotionally vulnerable places um but then also just having actors opposite me the um lance who plays saul the the bartender jonathan mm-hmm. who plays jesus of course and eric who plays nicodemus were all three for, for those episodes were just the most incredible scene partners and just gave so much and were so present and so sweet um that mm-hmm. uh, it was you know it was easy to to let go of Liz you know yeah. and like you know become this other other character yeah or Lilith at that you know right exactly to go from uh, this person who's extremely broken to then angry mm-hmm. because you could just see the frustration of not being able to calm the voices in your head. And, and she's crying. <laughs> yes. Really, like, she's trying to 
return to the words her father said and mm-hmm. she's trying to connect with god you know yes and it i think that's what's heartbreaking is like she doesn't want to be in this tortured state right i think that's and what so- i loved about it the most is the development of how she was she was trying to hold on to the words of her father who when her father reminded her to her of the words of isaiah and it was this thing like i'm trying to get back because this isn't who i am this is just the hand of that I was dealt mm-hmm. you know and i think so many people that's why this whole series is so relatable and i think it's taken off so much is because every single character from peter to Peter's wife, Eden, to, mm-hmm. you know, Andrew and his excitement. It's a lamb of, you know, it's like, yeah, he's just, he just so good at that. Yes. Um, every single one of them, I think each person can relate to somebody, but yes. to yeah. have, I mean, even like Peter's wife and even you, that big dynamic of someone who's not been loved other than the love of her father Mm-hmm. And then someone who is extremely loved by her husband and mm-hmm. has a, has a supporting family, each one of those women, some, some woman, and even in different stages of their life could have experienced both things. Absolutely. That, and, and it's so relatable. It is completely 100% relatable. And y'all, I mean, y'all have put on this amazing performance where I, you know, I'm, I'm a big movie person I love watching movies I'm a I can lose myself in movies sometimes Mm -hmm. and um so I came in with an extreme critical eye (laughs) yeah and and but I love 100% loved it because y'all were so real it was just like watching a documentary almost it wasn't really oh yeah like watching um actors portray it it was like okay this is like someone got like real manuscripts or some kind of something and found out how these people were because <laughs> y'all tapped into it just so perfectly so I what think we- I, it starts with the writing yes you know like, oh the, my gosh. the writing is incredible the character arcs are incredible like we have so much to work with as actors mm-hmm. um and then I think the way they've casted it and even just like casting a lot of people who aren't um, super well-known or celebrities other than Eric, really um, there's this uh, humbleness on set where we're like, we're all in this together, all sort of on the same page, all Mm -hmm. working towards the same thing. Um, Nobody's a diva. Nobody's, you know what I mean? (laughs) That's good to know. (laughs) Like, um, collaborative about it where we're all creating this um thing together mm-hmm. um and a respect i think for it That's from awesome. everyone where we're wanting so badly to to honor what's been written and what's in the bible like we're i i, I can't speak for everyone but from everyone's behavior and performance like there is a real care to like getting all of this right That's awesome. So yeah, I, whatever whatever you're seeing that that feels real, it I think it's just everyone's passion for the project. That's good. That's really good. So, do, is there was there a lot of bonding going on in the scenes? Like when it when it came to like your down scenes, was there a lot of you know bonding time so y'all can get that intimacy? Because I mean, it's the disciples, you know, right? So, 
Right. I mean, um, the first uh, four episodes we filmed in uh, the fall of 20, what was that, 18? <laughs> oh, wow. And then the last four episodes were um, last summer in mm-hmm. 2019. Um, and the two part one, part two for me were so, so different because, you know, episode one and two, I'm, I'm alone a lot. And most mm-hmm. of my just with like one other person. Um, so all of those experiences were um, sort of underlined and like helps support the, what the character was going through. Right. Uh, especially with a lot of Lilith scenes, like she was alone a lot. So like that, that worked, I think for, for my benefit as an actor because like I could just use that I didn't know anyone on set I could just kind of mm-hmm. shut off and be alone thinking about everything and and you know preparing so that I think was good for that time right um, and the more I sort of became Mary and the more Mary scenes that I was doing like the more uh the scenes opened up to like bigger you know not audience but like more people in the scene more actors in the scene Mm-hmm. And so it's it, like this gradual, like Mary is slowly socializing. Yes, <laughs> yes. That I was slowly socializing. I'm pretty shy on set. So like it was also good for me just to like, it was a, a gentle sort of like, okay, slowly getting to know everyone. Um, <laughs> but there is an immediate connection with, with, um, with actors, especially when you're doing these types of scenes, you almost have to like immediately like, Hey, we're we're doing this important thing. We don't know each other very well, but like, um, you connect in the scene. You connect right. during the scene, and then that's the thing that bonds you. So that when you're having coffee afterwards or <laughs> make jokes afterwards, like you 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 know each other somehow because you've you've gone through this um, sort of heightened um, alternate reality together, right? Uh, and then, of course, in the summer, it was like so many people and all the disciples were together and then the big wedding scene. And it, so it was like it ended up yeah. being this like growing family and um, all those actors and, and Laura, who plays Eden, are the, just the sweetest people mm-hmm. and were super funny. So there was like lots of <laughs> joking and laughing and um a lot of support and even afterwards like we all are on a group chat and um we see each other's projects and 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 support each other um and always wish each other like happy holidays (laughs) something comes by right Um, so you know we all know you know there's no there's no um guarantee that we'll be doing this for seven seasons that is of course the dream i think for everyone i hope so yeah um, so we're all, I think, hopeful and, and expecting, you know, the best case scenario that we'll all be working together for years. So yes. there is a, there's a bonding there that comes from, from knowing that, you know, that that's at least a possibility. Right. Did you ever think that this was going to take off as, as wild as it has? I, I, I don't want to say like, I, I had a feeling, <laughs> but, yeah. but I feeling. <laughs> I wasn't sure how big I wasn't expecting. I, I, I try not to expect things because I've, I have in the past and then things don't come to fruition and I'm like, okay, okay. Gotta get practical. So Mm -hmm. 
my experience has taught me like don't expect a life changing anything um but this project keeps surprising me with that because it seems like it is um growing into a movement and uh, into this uh fan base that that i've i've never been a part of anything this this um sort of rapid rapidly growing and uh popular before i look at like um i guess it's it's uh ratings are just like super high on like imdb and like i just it all seems a little unreal right and sometimes even feel like well my my life hasn't changed that much but i'm seeing it changing other people's lives you know and i mean Mm -hmm. that in like a practical sense like right I'm still having to like audition for things. I still have to work. I like, you know, I'm not like, <laughs> you know, um, well, I guess no one is traveling the world. <laughs> right. Uh, no, no one can. Um, but, but it is, it, it's, it's fascinating to see like, this is, this is unprecedented for me mm-hmm. and I'm sure for a lot of people involved and like, it's exciting to see, you know, what's happening with it but I can't predict anything and I can't you know I don't want to get my hopes up and be like we're gonna film forever <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah but you never it, know you really don't rules and records and mm-hmm. it's, it's its own thing yeah I think people are going to want to see it go to I know how I I'm this way um I mm-hmm. always hate it whenever characters and tv shows and movies get introduced and then you're like well what did what happened did they get married did they have children did they what what was their life after that and we all pretty much know if anybody has studied their bible you know what is going to happen to the disciples but no one's ever really told their stories no no after that and you know especially especially mary yeah I, I actually don't know myself and and uh this would be i think the right sort of vehicle to like explore their their lives afterwards mm-hmm. um we know some things but but you know and that's the thing about like the writing of this it's it's all based and rooted in the gospels and in the bible mm-hmm. um but then the, there's these creative a creative license that they use that like seems to uh, support and like um, sort of elevate those mm-hmm. same things. Yes. Uh, because we do know that like Mary was possessed and Jesus exercised seven demons from her. Like that's in the Bible, but right. to have this sort of backstory that makes that make sense for us right? and like show us like how, what leads up to that point mm-hmm. I do a really wonderful job with um doing that like with care you know right. what I mean that's good not, awesome not, not not trying to like add too much crazy stuff like <laughs> it, it it's to support the gospel so yeah it would be really cool to see what they do with like you know moving forward and like mm-hmm. you know post-resurrection but yeah, that's, 
so far in the future. It is so far. That will be a lot of years. But the great thing about it is that um, it will, I mean, as y'all age, it will be appropriate. Yeah, it it would make sense. It would actually make sense and go with it where some characters like, well, that person, I mean, the arc of their character stays in their twenties or, you know, or whatever. And it's hard to, you know, if someone died at an early age, then you're like, well, this, the actor who plays them is now 40. So we can't really, you know, right? (laughs) where most of these men and women, they lived pretty long ages, you know, years for, for the era that it was in, you know, the life expectancy back then was so short, but. But that, yeah, I think I can see the chosen sticking around for a a, a long time because it's starting to pick up a pretty pretty fast momentum, yeah. pretty fast momentum. And, and but I mean, like for instance, when I um I, immediately after I watched your scene after you got delivered, um, <laughs> I went to Instagram. I was like, okay, who is this woman and <laughs> where is she at? And I was like, oh, she's on Instagram. Awesome. I'm going to interview her. And I looked yeah. and you had like right at 7,000 followers and now you're over 8,000 within like just a couple days. It, <laughs> yeah, that this that's part of the thing that I'm just like, I, <laughs> I, this has never happened to me, you know? Right. <laughs> um, and it's, I've, I've been getting these super sweet messages from people that, um, all over the world just Mm -hmm. I think because we're in this age of like social media and and people are accessible to the public um who Mm -hmm. you know have their work out there that um it's been it's been so lovely like every day I get these sweet messages or people that share their story and it's um it has connected me in a way that that I've never felt connected to like a global you know community right yeah or um, that's cool yeah it's it's incredible and um I think especially like during this time where like I we we can't leave we can't go <laughs> you know too far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the grocery store right uh, it it's it feels like particularly special to me and um and it's appreciated to mm-hmm. to the people affected by the show and then also share that and share their own stories. And, um, you know, it just, it, it's, it's such a good feeling that sort of uh, mediates these difficult times. <laughs> right. Know? Yes, exactly. It's, it's really cool to watch um, people respond to it in such an amazingly positive way because there's, they're trapped. And I think that a lot of people feel hopeless and it's easy to get down that road, but to have something positive that they can kind of lean into a little bit um, and to see people overcome and excuse me. And um, it's just, it's a very peaceful movie. Even the soundtrack is, is, oh my gosh. It's the most beautiful thing. And they did, I mean, the the opening song, the closing <laughs> song of episode. Oh, yeah. Like, they have such a really, like, cool uh, gospel music. And then, like, mixed with, um, I think Dallas said it was, like, mixed with this Middle Eastern mm-hmm. vibe. I, I've never heard anything like it. It's so cool. 
It really is. It's a, it's, it's perfect for today, but also touch that touches that old world um, feel that people associate mentally with um, mm-hmm. biblical times. Mm-hmm. So what, what, um, what would you like for women who watch your character to the message for them to take away from, from who Mary is and mm-hmm. you, what you're wanting to portray her as? Um, I, th- I, I think it's, it's in there. I think it's, it's clear of, of, um, having a before <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that God doesn't care and that, yeah. that you're forgiven that, that, you know, you can move past it. You can have an after, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to be stuck in the cycles of, of trauma, of pain, of, uh, bad decisions based off of, uh, that pain. Um, because it is, uh, it's like a black hole, you know, like it, 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 it'll, and I, I've, I've been there with, um, you know, bad decisions, you know, before where it's just like one thing will break your heart and that broken heart will lead you to drinking and that drinking will lead you to another broken heart. <laughs> and, yes. you know, like, it, it, how do you get out? And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that even though she's trying on her own, you know, there, there has to be a type of, there has to be a, a need and a want to, to transform, yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it won't just happen without you wanting it. Um, but, but even in that, there has to be like a submission of um, giving it all to God, giving it all up, you know, yeah, uh, giving up the control of your life, giving up the, how you thought things would be or, um, you know, giving up shame, giving up guilt, giving up your past and hold it. Like, I think sometimes we hold on to our past um, as if it were our identity and right. like who we are. And, um, and I think sometimes even social situations will confirm and reconfirm, oh, that's, that's who you are. That's, right. That's done. So that's who you are. Mm-hmm. And I just think that what Mary shows is she has such a sweet, pure heart in, yeah. in this show and in, you know, in the Bible historically mm-hmm. for Christ to appear to her first after the resurrection or, oh, during, you know, yes, after, exactly. Like, there is something, uh, her heart is, is open and available, you know, for something so divine to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Like if your heart is, is pure and, and kind, um, anything is possible. I think redemption is completely possible for anyone, but right. I think you have to want it, you know? Yes, that's and, true. And really let go of who you think you are and go like, just let God show you who you are meant to be. That's good. And there's something there is something uh, sacred and holy and beyond um, us 
our, our rational minds, our understanding of things. Yes. For that to happen. And that's part of the letting go of the control thing. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yes. You just have to, like, I can't, I don't understand. I don't have to understand. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is, is let God take over and let love take over your heart, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Liz, for joining me and entertaining me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With this, this was so wonderful and so lovely. Yes, you are so. Out. It's been yes. with you. Yes, you are so lovely. I'm. I'm just so excited and so stoked for you and your future with this. It's going to be. It is huge. I mean, already, but you're going to be a household name, lady. I uh, just know it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it. I'm just going to try to, (laughs) I know, right. I'm just going to try to like secretly nail in future interviews as each season goes on (laughs) (laughs) so that we can catch up again and see how you're doing. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes. Well, you have a blessed day. Enjoy. Is it raining? You're in Austin right now. Is it raining there? It's been lovely today. It was a sunny day. Yes. Well, I live in Canton like north east of yeah east of dallas so is it raining there no it's beautiful it's sunshiny it's been back and forth rain and then sun and then Mm -hmm. it gets really hot and then really cold (laughs) (laughs) that's texas april Mm -hmm. in texas yeah (laughs) yeah pretty much that's awesome so uh, you enjoy your weekend again thank you for your role as mary you're doing a beautiful job and i pray that many blessings come your way through this Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening to Giving Hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see y'all next week.